0: still Friday the 13th here in March 2020, almost 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I had a chance to have a conversation with my friend and fellow auctioneer, Lucas Hunt. Sometimes it's a little bit inside baseball, uh, but the f- for the most part, I think you'll be able to follow along and get a look into what the challenges facing charity auctioneers are in these times. So, I hope you enjoy. Lucas. Hey, CK. How's it going, my friend? Ah, it's going all right today. How are you? Uh, I think I only had one client canceled today. How many clients did you have canceled today?
1: Actually, just one, yeah, but... uh... Yesterday,
0: seventeen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what was what was the furthest out event that canceled on the calendar? Uh, somebody uh, June first. Um, they didn't
1: fully cancel, but they're looking looking to reschedule. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that becomes painful. And of those seventeen, how many have set a new date?
1: I'd say. 13 12 12 okay but I know uh, yeah yeah 12 had new dates and I'd say few more you know have them only a couple were just devastated and didn't know what to do and you know but um yeah a lot of June a lot of September a uh, couple 2021
0: 20, yeah I mean that's kind of the range right I had one for tomorrow rescheduled for May 1st and I'm wondering if there's... The <laughs> to <range. laughs> I know, right? I am I'm wondering if, uh, if they're giving themselves if they're giving themselves enough time um, but they yeah. they work with students and are trying to get in before graduation because they think it's kind mm-hmm. of a loss if they don't but
1: I mean, so, that's <laughs> optimistic. I mean, it's so hard to be either optimistic or pessimistic or you know there's like what's the in between When are we free and clear again? We don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it really is indefinite. Though I think that the, that nothing's going to happen for at least 30 days from now. So, uh, like, I got a call from a client on March 30th. It was like, yeah, we're kind of late to the game. We're sorry. But they just rescheduled for mid October and I had the dates free. And so, I mean, yeah here
1: here we are here we are man with time on our hands Uh, so
0: yeah so so what are you going to do with all this free time
1: well uh i don't know and and i'm not someone who succumbs to like to boredom well but (laughs) i think what does that mean
0: (laughs) not succumbing to boredom well does that mean that you don't get bored or when you do get bored you don't handle it well
1: I mean, I think of myself as someone who's active and driven. I'm a Scorpio and I plan, you know, I have uh, passions and and plans and, and dreams and goals. And I just didn't realize how much of them were wrapped up in our profession. And so, you know, when the season, it's like we're basketball players or something. When the season gets canceled, that energy, I don't know where else to put that energy. I mean, do you?
0: I mean, this podcast honestly has yeah. – <laughs> the, the amount of time I've just dumped into trying to figure out the technology of this uh, was mm-hmm. so much more engrossing than most of any everything else that I do. And it was using a different part of my brain. And so yeah. I, I feel kind of invigorated by it, which I think is also – Compounded by the fact that there's this low level of just societal, well, maybe not low, I'd say mid level societal anxiety that I think all of our resting heartbeats are probably 5, 10, 15% of normal. Oh, yeah. I had a
1: mini panic attack in the grocery store today in Queens. (laughs) You know, I thought I was just going to grab a few things before people got off work, and there were lines. Out the door of the the, the the checkout line was out the door of the grocery store, and uh, I mean there was no meat on the shelf, and it was just like, wait, uh, what, what, what's happening here? You know, no paper towels. Um, it just made my heart flutter, like you said. Yeah, I'm sure. and, yeah, I don't know. Wait, should I be more more afraid than I am?
0: Um, um, what What is your your parents back home? Are 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 they more concerned? Uh, like, nah. what are the inputs coming into you right now
1: well um, my mom and dad in Iowa just talked to them my dad had a colonoscopy and he was just uh, my, my heart goes out <laughs> to him <laughs> yeah he just was like kind of loopy uh, from the sedative, but um, he seemed very I mean we're, they're laid back already there but he seemed confident that you know the national response was going to contain things and that You know, it wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to, but the worst case scenario wouldn't come true. I talked to my mom afterwards and she said that she found an old sock that she was going to throw away. And then she realized it would be a good place to put some money.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are we talking about like a gold toe here? Are we talking about a soccer sock? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's probably one of those old, yeah.
1: Those old tube socks, like the big white ones that my dad, you know, still has that like that drift down your shin. But yeah, we were just talking about investments and she's like, I'm not, she's like, don't even look at your investments for three months. um, Her her neighbor got a a report just the other day in the mail. They get like a report once a month. And he, he said, oh, actually, I don't know what they're talking about, you know, with, with Wall Street, my investments are up. And uh, I'm like, mom, that's got to be, you know, a, a couple weeks old. Wow. But yeah, well, they, don't, <laughs> they don't have the level of fear I could tell, you know, and they're in rural and kind a of peaceful place. Um, they said in Iowa City, I think they almost associated the, the virus with multiculturalism. They were like, well, there were a lot of cases in Iowa City, but there are people from all around there. You know, people come around, people go there from around the world, um, and I think they feel because they're in a very rural atmosphere that, and they might be right, you know, it's not going to get out there.
0: Is there anything that you can juxtapose their lack of fear with that they were afraid of that in your eyes, was more irrational. Like, was there ever a fear of terrorism? Was there ever a fear Hmm. of, uh, I mean, I I can't even think of anything else that you might have rolled your eyes and be like, you shouldn't be afraid of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Me getting a girl pregnant in high school or uh, failing out of college
0: uh, on
1: a bigger level. (laughs) What have they gotten upset with? Um... They once had an argument about interracial marriage when I was 10. And it was only when I saw them yell at each other. And I forget, one was for it and one was against it. That was the only thing I've ever seen them get really upset about.
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, I mean, that probably just bespeaks a, a, a mindset that we aren't used to here in the city. And yeah. How how big were the towns that your respective parents grew up in?
1: Um, my dad came from the same town I was born in. There were two hundred and twenty people there when I was born there, but I think probably more like three three fifty, maybe four, four fifty when he was it was a bigger town, like it used to have a yeah. train station, it used to have a couple banks, it used to have sounds a few like, bars and hotels, but sounds like yeah, it when got I was,
0: halved. Like the, I mean, Yeah, at least. From 400 least, down to yeah. 200. Like, mm-hmm. We can make light yeah. of only losing 200 people, but when half the population disappears, uh, that's mm-hmm. obviously felt.
1: Yeah. So small, and that's just a pig farming town, and then my mom was from a town of maybe 1,200 people, which felt like, you know, more like a city <laughs> when I would visit it. I'm sure. Um, but that's small, too, and it's also farming, so... Um, yeah, pretty, pretty protected in in many ways, and, and non diverse, homogenous.
0: And, and Lucas, do you have siblings? Yeah, I have a sister in Ohio. And how is she? How is she dealing with this outbreak? And yeah. do do your parents have different concerns about her than they do about you? Good question, man.
1: Well, in Ohio, I guess the state. Or County that she's in canceled school for three weeks Um, so her kids are out of school they're like five and seven I don't fully I mean I get it because I'm doing a miniature version of it tomorrow but she um, they went down to Florida to St. Petersburg for a week
0: and I mean will she be able to come back is is there any what's the corona scene in St. Petersburg
1: I don't know I thought One of the things that limited our exposure was, you know, not traveling, and I was kind of surprised that she's doing that, but um, I talked to my mom and dad, and they're just like, yep, she's going to Florida, and I mean, I wish I was, I'm going to go hang out by a beach for a day tomorrow in New Jersey and stay a night. I I get it, you know? The idea is, like, you want to feel good, you know? You want to, like, enjoy your life, but I don't know about that decision. And... I do
0: you have a, an extra sense of security just because you have a car and do you think that your anxiety level hmm. would be different without a car
1: yeah I do I've always felt that a car is not only a symbol of freedom and mobility but you know you can get around or get out and so um, I would feel really weird if they were like you know the government was like don't drive or don't need your apartment or don't drive. That that scares me. I think that makes me want to flee, right? and Go somewhere rural or somewhere um, out of... I mean, how could we even... I just can't even imagine trying to see a doctor in New York.
0: Uh, yeah, just, I mean, you, know. you, you, you live in, in Long Island City and the yeah. idea... I mean, when was the last time you were in the city?
1: Uh yesterday for a lunch meeting and um when i was passing through times square uh, train station the subway it was it was so much quieter than usual that it really made me think like well why am i here you know kind of a non-essential meeting could have been on the phone and so <laughs> uh,
0: we're gonna we're gonna be figuring care. out a, a lot of situations where that meeting could have either been handled by an email or yeah. over the phone face-to-face yeah, is, uh, yeah. face-to-face is so 2019
1: yeah have you been in the city this week
0: uh yeah i mean i was uh i was in the city yesterday no i wasn't i guess not until i was in the city on wednesday um for some reason it didn't freak me out too much uh mm-hmm. i I had my biggest fear of contracting Corona prior to my events being canceled. Because my biggest fear was I would get Corona, or I would get uh, sick. Yeah. My events would still yeah. be happening, and I couldn't show up to work. And
1: yeah, you were writing about that. You reached out to us
0: about I mean, that. That was that was just. I mean, even if it could have been anything, right? I mean, if if even if it wasn't Corona, and I have a cough. I can't show up to work with a cough, and if I can't show up to work, and yeah. you know a fundraiser is still going on, yeah. that that would have been devastating to me. Uh, yeah, you know, having every single one of my clients now counsel through at least April fourteenth. Uh, there, there's kind of some solace in that because I think there's a lot of other people that are still uncertain about what their schedules are, and I'm certainly not working, and. <laughs> It, it frees up a lot of mental space to do other things, such as this project. Um, and, yeah. I, I, so, so, because of that, my concerns about catching Corona itself are considerably uh, less important in my decision-making. Um, I, I am not germaphobing out, but I I guess I am thinking through what's going to happen if New York goes on some crazy quarantine. uh, And, Mm -hmm. you know, as somebody who doesn't do any cooking at home, uh, what that looks like for me.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you oscillate between, you know, wanting to um, flee and wanting just to, like, stay in your home?
0: The, the fleeing part right now is if I were to flee, the best place to go would be, uh, you know, I have that house in Jackson, but my parents are there mm-hmm. and my parents are 70 and 72. And yeah. I have, I have a fear of somehow getting Corona unknowingly, being a host for yeah. it, showing up in in being with mom and dad and giving it to them and having it be, you know, lethal for them, uh, the, yeah, that, the, is, that sort of A to B to C to D scenario mm-hmm. really freaks me out. Um, but I'm having a talk with them tonight about what it would look like for me to jump on a flight, whether it's tomorrow or Sunday or Monday, and and just try to weather weather this out in Wyoming. What, what about you? What are what, what are your contingency plans? I mean,
1: I want to go somewhere warm, whether that's geographical or. I would love to be around my family, but I have the same fear. I don't want to in- infect my parents if, if it's true that being younger and healthier, you can carry it without any symptoms. So I think I won't expose myself. I'm not going to self, I don't think, you know, I'm not six. I don't feel like I need to self-quarantine. But at the same time, um, I have a friend in New York City who I really want to see who's going through chemotherapy treatment in <laughs> 72. And I know that I, you know, I won't be seeing him and, and uh, he just started chemo and, and his body's riddled with cancer. And uh, it's just, you know, I know that it's, there's no way that I go and see him. So I guess until,
0: you know, I heard
1: today that because it's a national emergency and the government's allotting, what is it, $50 billion, they said?
0: To, I think so, yeah. Um,
1: corona relief. I mean, until we can just walk in to CBS and get a test. Uh, and or the uh, the antidote, but um when you get a shot, you know, and get an immunity shot. I'm not gonna go up to anybody who's far away. I'm probably not gonna go up to I think i remember who's far away and see them, you know. I want I want like hundred percent proof that I'm not gonna hurt anybody that I Yeah love I mean, because we are in New York, you know, we may have more.
0: Yeah, and it, we we can mm-hmm. be carrying it around so that, that social distancing is the term, and it's gonna be it's gonna mm-hmm. be quite necessary. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and how is uh, how is your lovely girlfriend Annie doing with all of this? Is she working from home yet? Uh, how much of of your plans and your strategies involve her? Yeah, I mean, a lot,
1: almost hundred percent my plans and strategies involve her. And we were talking last night and kind of felt, uh, anxious. And I was, I guess I was tired after getting all those 17 cancellations and postponements yesterday. But I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know if I'm just going to want to sit here in New York. She's still working in her office and she has, uh, her apartment's like two or three blocks from her office. And it's always been kind of a good thing and a bad thing because she's there all the time, um, and so she can always say like, "Oh yeah, I'll show up." But um, you know, she was going to work last night. She was at home and she's going back to work at 10:30 p.m. and
0: Wow, just because she, she's busy, she does it. Yeah, she yeah, she just does it
1: out of habit too. And so I was like, "Hey, maybe maybe not going back into the office late is like a way to not." Expose yourself, and if you can stay home and rest, and you know keep your immune up. But um, so I think we'll talk about that tonight, and uh, and see. And I mentioned like you know it would be great in the case of like quarantine or lockdown or curfew or whatever could happen in a city. You know, like we have the means to go elsewhere. I have friends. I have probably access to places even, or we could just go stay somewhere. Um, but I want to feel that mobility, you know, what the car symbolizes. So she was like, oh, okay. So she gets it because she's very tight in her neighborhood and her apartment. And so, um, I asked her to ask her office and see, like, you know, what's her leeway with mobility. Um, it's crazy. I don't know.
0: I think crazy is a fairly <laughs> accurate if vague way to describe everything that's going on right now. And you know, yeah. the, the, the last question that I'm always curious to hear uh, my friends' answers to is six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, uh, what would be the best case scenario uh, from the impact that we're feeling now? You know, is, is there indeed a potential silver lining?
1: Yeah, um, I'm making this up, but I think six months to a year to two years or beyond that, what I think we could all take away is uh, a second chance. Um, you know, whether we lose people we love from this or or not, or whether the world changes, or whether you know the markets go back and we go back to production as it was and inequality in America as it was, or you know whether the political establishment changes or not, um, personally, and I'm struggling against it because I don't want to change because of something external and out of my control. I want to change because of a choice I make. But I hope that um, I'm able to appreciate, I think, fellow people um, more and and myself, my relationship in that. And this has definitely already shifted my values in terms of how uh, how I prioritize you know, my life, I and mean, it's so hard for me to uh, put life before work or, or even on the same plane. So I think, I hope that I get out of this a better sense of what my life plan is um, now that the work plan has been derailed. Interesting. But, yeah, it thrusts me back on, you know, what, what do I want to do? And, you know, why, why is it important to fight and stay healthy and stay alive? You know, it's not just about the business of life. It's about... Um, the relationship that we have with others in our lives. So hopefully that deepens, you know? Yeah, hopefully, um,
0: and that, that, that you're able to foreground that and, and hold on to it and and make it be an you know, animating or guiding principle going forward.
1: Yeah, because we potentially all face the threat of being isolated now, you know, physically, emotionally mentally, and um, there's going to be effects, you know, that's, that's not easy. People that are put in uh, solitary in prison, you know, that's a punishment, and, and so this is hard, and I think it's, it's going to just to be able to shake hands with somebody or give someone a hug, <laughs> Yep. Uh, you know, like that's something that is very comforting to my soul, and will this custom be from our culture, or, you know, will we have new ways to should, will we be more or less human, maybe, coming out of this? And, and will we have to be less human? You know, will we have to be more careful? I don't know what the shift will be, if any. But I hope that it brings people together.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the irony is that it's really separating people physically apart, but perhaps there is an outcome where it ultimately does bring us together. And on that hopeful note... I want to thank you for coming on Corona condos It's been thanks. It's been a pleasure chatting with you on this on this Friday afternoon. So be well, my friend. Stay safe out there.
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show, and um, uh, I look forward to hearing you the speakers. Dave
0: <laughs> Until then, take care. All
1: right. Bye.